Hello, hello, and welcome to all of you beautiful souls tuning in today to the Heart of the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Amana, and I'm so happy that you're here. On the Heart of the Soul, we remember what it means to be wild women walking upon this earth. We share our stories and honor how they inevitably shift and change over time and depending on who we are talking to. This is a space for story medicine, an opportunity to practice using our voices in the ancient ritual of storytelling. These stories are an opportunity to experience a deeper understanding of one another and together learn to support each other on our own unique paths in this life so that we can all feel more connected and less alone. I hope that you receive wisdom as well as deep heart and soul connections as you soak in these stories today today is october 8th 2022 and i'm recording this episode in deer park washington i'm sitting out here at the edge of this little orchard um close to the edge of this field the sun is setting behind me there are all these little white fuzzy blue they're like white and blue fuzzy i wish that i could like show you there are these wild little bugs and when i sat down they weren't here and as soon as i started recording here they appeared tonight is the night before the full moon i try to release new episodes every new and full moon and um life has just gotten away from me this month and i was like oh tomorrow's a full moon and i haven't recorded something and i would really like to um i have had so many different ideas of things i wanted to record i had um an episode scheduled to record with someone else and then they had to shift the time to later this month and that's just the way things flow sometimes so i'm doing my best to flow along with it i've had a lot a couple of like ideas of what i might share Um, And I know I'm like a little bit on light before the sun sets behind me for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Um, A little update in my life. I think some of you already know that I'm living in a fifth wheel right now on my in-laws land. And um, like a week and a half ago, actually, my husband left for to do some work in Florida So that's been a whole different sort of shift in our family dynamic to be, for me to be the solo parent um, with the two littles and not have help with bedtime or have the space to take a shower uninterrupted or, you know, any of those things that, um, or like having childcare. Like today I had a meeting and had to find a babysitter, which I know is normal for a lot of people. Um, and so tomorrow is the full moon. So I've been thinking about what I want to offer my local community here. We're having a, my mic here keeps like falling over. Not very flat where I'm sitting right here. I hope you can hear me. Okay. Um, so I'm dreaming up what we're going to do tomorrow. I've invited everyone to bring a food or drink that has a memory attached to it to share with a group. And 
I think I'm going to be bringing, I've thought about a few different things, but I think I'm going to do roasted chickpeas. Chickpeas always like hold in my heart. This one little girl that I cared for for many years um, when I was in my early, early 20s. And, you know, now she's off in college, but she loved chickpeas, love, love, love them. And then as she grew older, her mom would roast them. And that's where I learned about roasting them. And I love them roasted. They're great, like on soups or in salads or just by themselves as a little salty snack. I would normally roast them with some like avocado oil and herbs from my garden, like sage and rosemary and thyme. So I'll definitely be doing that. Um, yeah. And it looks like me and the littles are going to be headed down to warmer weather in the Southern States, um, this winter. So that's exciting. It should be an adventure to travel across the country together and see some new land and faces and people. Um, yeah. Speaking of travel, I guess that's one topic that I have wanted to share about on here. And I have had the honor and like also sought out a lot of travel for myself. I have traveled like as a single woman in multiple foreign countries um, and always have found it so interesting that so many people have a lot of fears around that. I swear these bugs are just like right here. They're like all around me. It's like clear space. And then here they all around me. There's a ton of them landed on the computer and oh my gosh, yes. I'm going to try not to inhale any of them. So yeah, I've always just had a love for exploring and new adventures and new people and spaces and tastes and sounds. And um, one of my favorite trips, I mean, I love have loved like all the travel that I've done. Any mon money I've ever spent on travel, I've never regretted it. Like I've definitely spent money on clothes, on stuff. That I'm like, why did I spend that $10 on whatever it was? But travel, never have I had a regret in my life. Um, so one trip that is standing out right now to me um, is, well, there's so many aspects to it. So I think I'll share about my like solo parts of it perhaps, but in my very early 30s was planning a trip um to turkey with a friend and then decided to um by myself go to ireland before i met her in turkey and then greece after i was with her in turkey and it just felt so hmm free to be traveling there. I had a couch surfing host in Ireland that I stayed with in Dublin. Like when I first flew into town was this beautiful Irish man, Hugh Hines. Love, love, love him. He's a writer. He wrote me this beautiful poem that maybe I'll read on here after we spent our time together. And he showed me around. We had a magnificent day. Um, dancing and eating and exploring and I you know what like just it just felt really magical and I rented this blue 
tiny blue car and drove on the left side of the road there, which is something I had done before when I was living in Australia. So it wasn't completely new to me, uh, but it was new in Ireland, but it was really fun. And I drove along the countryside, stopping at different places to hang out on the beach. I remember finding a, a woman who was selling baked goods out the side, out the back of her van and had a lovely conversation with her, stopping into little coffee shops and having, you know, tea or coffee and a little sweet. Oh, I just called a bug. <laughs> um, and I, hmm. oh yes. Okay. Hmm. So I also had the honor of traveling to, um, don't even remember his name, but my first love, Bjorn, he worked with him when he was in England. I don't know if you hear this helicopter flying over now. Maybe I'll just wait for it to pass. Hmm. But uh, he had worked with a couple of Irishmen in England, and they came to his funeral and memorial when it happened. So I got to meet them there. And they always said, like, if you ever come to Ireland, like, let us know. And so one of the men invited me to his home because he was living there on the Dingle Peninsula. And so I got to go and travel and stay with him and his wife and walk along the beach and have a meal together. And then I um, drove on along to... I don't even remember the name of the town. Ah, there's my son, Colleen. Hold on. Real life. Uh, so I got to stay with them. And then I traveled on to this other place where there was a butter museum. I didn't even know such a thing as exist existed, but like Kerrygold butter, which is like all the rage now. No one had ever really heard of it when... At that time, at least I didn't know many people eating it at that time here in the States. But I got to go to the Butter Museum, which was really fun, and stay with the other man who worked with Bjorn. His um, his mother had like this like lodge house where she had different people come and stay with her at different times. And so I got to stay with her, which is really beautiful. And um, hang out and be together. And it's so hard for me now. Maybe I need to like write down some of my specific specific memories. So I'm going to pause and move to like this overarching theme about travel. And the thing is that I love, love, love that no matter where I go, no matter, I'm sure that there are some places, but I've been to so many different places and had incredible times with people, felt super connected, and we couldn't communicate with words. Um, one of those examples is like dancing. I remember this time in Greece, I was staying with this couple. It was a Latvian woman and a Serbian man. They had actually met through couch surfing, and they were then living on um, Santorini. And they had this, you know, petite um studio apartment with a 
like a loft storage space above their bathroom, which is where they place some like mats for sleeping. And that's where I was sleeping. And it was just all like open air and their bed was right there. And, um, and first of all, this woman, she was just like one of my like soul sisters. Absolutely. We, there was a big thunderstorm happening and I like wanted to go out in the thunderstorm and no one else wanted to go with me, but she did. And we went out and like ran through the streets. There were like rivers and just like witnessed the lightning and the thunder and we're like laughing and playing and running. And it was just so beautiful and magical. And another night we were with a bunch of her friends at another friend's house and drinking I think it was called Orzo. It was a specific kind of alcohol that they made on this island um, out of grapes and having, we were eating olives and uh, she and I started dancing and then it was just like so electric and everyone was dancing and everyone was like, we've never danced like this before. And, you know, a bunch of the people in the group didn't speak English. And so we hadn't like been having conversation, but then we, had conversation through our movement and through our dance with each other with our facial expressions and our body movements and it just felt like an incredibly bonding and beautiful magical experience that I'll always remember um and it also you know like takes me back to this time in Mexico where it was like a very similar you know I was out with my couch surfing host and I speak some Spanish but not a ton and all of her friends you know don't speak English and we were out um, at a place with music and dancing. And again, we just was able to deeply connect with these different human beings through, through movement and dance. And that connection that does not require words and the understanding of words. We can understand each other without that. And I think that that is just... Um, one of the magical things about life. I think words are magic and also that some of my best friends, like we don't, we need no words. Like when we're together, I don't need words to know if she's happy or if she's sad or if she needs a hug or any of those things. Those are the things that are just known being in proximity with one another when we know someone that deeply and I'm sure you've experienced even having a stranger walk into a room and it totally transforms the energy of the entire room so it can really be I have found it to be a beautiful practice to communicate with others both with and without words um hmm, i'm taking notice of all the leaves on the ground here around me now you can hear there that crunch uh fall the leaves that you know they never cry or whine or they never appear to me to resist their transformation in color and then into death and back to the earth. It's such a such a 
space to witness the cycle of life all within all within the space the leaves that were birthed this spring are now falling to the ground and returning to the soil beneath the tree to feed the tree to then grow those leaves again and you know we are that as women and humans that we birth and grow and return to the earth and birth new life that grow and eventually return to the earth and you know from dust to dust and if we're if no matter is ever created or destroyed like we are the earth my body my what the water the minerals the pieces of me is the earth and is my ancestors and i am my ancestors and you are your ancestors even if you don't know their names or who they are or anything about them you have them and so do i and so do we and oh i just inhaled the bug yes these bugs are a little bit out of control um so yeah now i'm feeling a little self-conscious about this episode that i had has no clear path here and is going to be on the shorter side and and yet i have the urge to just let it be whatever it is um have you guys ever made crowns flower crowns or um greenery crowns or greenery i'm going to be I bought materials today to make some more crowns. I like to harvest like juniper and cedar and attach them to this kind of like flexible but sturdy wire that then can be a crown upon my head. I'm going to a thing called Barter Fair in Tenasket, um next week that I'm really excited for. And so I'm going to make some to barter and trade with. And I love that then... Once you're finished having it on your head, it can also be a wreath that you hang on your door or have as a centerpiece in your home to bring that green pine energy and smell inside your home. So I hope that somebody, one of you, gets something out of this episode. Um, and I am super excited for episodes coming up. I am recording with a few beautiful people that I know here in my community. And then also um, Becca Piastrelli. She has a podcast called Belonging and wrote a book. Um, her name right on the tip of my tongue ritual and something I'll have it with me I'm super excited to have a conversation with her and get to speak about birth and death and ritual and motherhood and I know that you'll all enjoy that as well as the other episodes with these beautiful souls that you have I will have no idea who they are at this moment in time, but they have some incredible stories to share and wisdom. And I hope that you're all delighting in this shift in this month of October, um, the month of the eight, 
the infinity symbol. I love the infinity symbol. I've become really strongly attached to it in um, these last few years and just felt really connected to it. And um, a few years ago, started using it a lot when I was doing energy work with people and still do. But envisioning that, you know, never-ending figure of eight that Deepak Chopra talked about in the first like meditation that I did many, many moons ago, years ago now. Um, it's just such a magical, magical and divine symbol. So I guess we will close here. Um, thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love the podcast, I would be so grateful if you choose to subscribe, rate, or review, and sh or share the show. If you feel aligned with me and feel called to dive deeper together, move through grief, a traumatic birth experience, prepare for home birth, or just find your inner wild woman, I offer virtual and in-person sistership support to women all over the world. To learn more, or you can book your free clarity call, on my website, www.birthingnova.love. I'm also a practicing medium and offer spiritual readings through my website. So check them out if it feels like something you want to do. I have lots of wonderful, well, I feel grateful for the reviews that beautiful women have written to me for um, the mediumship readings I've had for them with them. So you can find those on my website and I would love to connect with you until next time. Remember to be brave, be bold, be love and be you.